The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. When they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live on bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instance. The devil said to him, I shall give to you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you. With their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What are you thinking? If you're picturing in your mind, when I say Noah's Ark, a giant shoebox, a little bit bigger than a football field, about three stories tall, then congratulations, you read your Bible. Because the Bible tells us the exact dimensions and the shape of the shoebox, of the dark. So here's the problem. Why would God build a boat in the shape of a shoebox? So let's say, for instance, I'm back in the ancient world and I'm walking my dog and I go by the Noah's residence. And there's the monstrosity in the front yard. So I see Noah there and I say, hey, Noah, how's it going? Hey, so um, what you building? He says, an ark. So I say, oh, an ark. Oh, well, what's an ark? This is a boat. I said, it's a boat. He says, it's in the shape of a shoebox. How are you supposed to steer the thing? Noah says, you can't. So there's God. He's up in heaven, right? And he's looking down on earth, and he sees all the people on the earth. And the people, you know, they're doing their own thing. They're buying, and they're selling, and they're building, and they're getting married, and whatever they're doing. And he realizes that everybody's living their life, and they don't need God anymore. 
They're living independently of any divine help. So when God sees that nobody needs God anymore on the earth, he says to, he says to Noah, all right, everybody in the ark, everyone in the shoebox. So there you are, you're inside of the shoebox, and for 40 days and for 40 nights, it's raining, and the, and the shoebox is being tossed about in the waves, and you can't steer the thing. That means you have no control, you have no direction to go in, you have no future in your life, you're absolutely, totally, completely dependent on God the way life ought to be. And after the 40 days and 40 nights, God recreates the world. So God sends the Israelites into the desert for 40 years. And in the desert, there's no food, no water, and no protection against enemies, against the sun, or against poisonous snakes, whatever else is in there. And for 40 years, the Israelites are absolutely, totally, completely dependent on God, the way life ought to be. And after the 40 years, God creates a nation under himself to be the light of all the nations. And then God sends Jonah to Nineveh. And Jonah preaches for three days in Nineveh. And he says, Nineveh will be destroyed in 40 days. <laughs> Whoa, that's an awful homily. But immediately when the Ninevites hear it, they immediately they put on sackcloth and ashes and they do penance and they fast for 40 days. And then for 40 days, the Ninevites are absolutely, totally, completely dependent on God's mercy and his compassion. And at the end of the 40 days, God does something wonderful. He saves a nation. So now Jesus in the gospel goes into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights to hang out in the desert and not eat and have a theological conversation with the devil. And you're saying to yourself, why is he going into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights? Doesn't Jesus have something better to do? Isn't there something more important that he has to do than just hang out in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights? What about the woman that's bleeding for 12 years? Well, Jesus is in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. She's spending all her money on doctors that are completely useless. She can't be in public areas because she's bleeding. She doesn't have a life. Look at the little boy that's possessed by a demon. The demon is throwing him into the fire, into the water. He's tormenting him. And while Jesus is spending all this time, 40 days and 40 nights in the desert, this poor little boy's life is threatened and it is tortured. Look at the man whose hand is withered. You can't hold babies with a withered hand. You can't hold a job with a withered hand. And while this miserable man's life ticks on, Jesus is hanging out in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. Why? Because when you're completely, totally, absolutely dependent on God for everything, God blesses the world around you. God will bless the people that are around you. And that's what happened when Jesus relieves the desert. The world around him and the people around him are blessed. So here we are, we're down here on earth, 
and we're doing our thing, you know, we're buying and we're selling, we're building, we're preparing for our future. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're in the 40 days. And then the first day is Ash Wednesday. And then the priest puts the ashes on our forehead and he says, remember that you are dust and unto dust you shall return. Which is another way of saying the clock is ticking, you are going to die. And immediately, as we start Lent, we realize that we are absolutely, totally depend on God for everything. And for 40 days, for the next 40 days, like all the others behind in the past, like those in the ark, in the desert, or the Ninevites, we need God in our lives. And when that happens, you're going to see, you're going to see the world around you going to be blessed. And the people around you are going to be blessed because you need God. And when you need God, God is with you to do wonderful things.